everyone. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Friday, the 12th day of November 2021. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Big J. Yeah. Look at that. How Woo. did you enjoy the day off, Big J? Oh, it was, it was terrible. What happened? Uh, we had an internet outage. Oh, no. The house. You couldn't play your video game. Well, more importantly, the wife thought she was going to have to go to work. Oh, that's uh, right. It's so, all internet-based these days. Yeah, right? and uh, luckily it came back on, but not after she had left the house already. Oh, boo. How long was it out? So, probably 40 minutes. Oh, wow. That sucked. Yeah, it was, so it was a pretty uh, standard day. I didn't even leave the house, except uh, I went and got some, some flying pie. Well, that counts as leaving the house, unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Uh, how was it? Delicious. Beautiful. Which one do you go to? Nampa? That makes sense. Uh, I forgot about the Nampa location for a second. Uh, beautiful. Well, uh, hopefully you'll get back into the swing of things. If you had the day off yesterday, hopefully it was as good for you as it was for Big J. Uh, outside of the internet outage. And, of course, you're back at her for a one-off. Uh, today is a day that we will have a busy morning show, including a story time from Big J. We have an opportunity for you to win money yet again today. It took the day off yesterday, but it returns today with a vengeance. I'm talking about the X-Double Dare. That's going to happen at 7.30. Your chance to win Call of Duty Vanguard happening on this show today. we got a Papa Murphy's um, Boise Meal Deal kit to give away over the course of the show today. It should be fairly fun and exciting. Agree or disagree? Agreed. So we will get started with some music, as we normally do on this particular show. We'll start with some Sublime this morning. It's what I got. Here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. Stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Happens to be brought to you by our friends at the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. I can give you some good news revolving around the coronavirus in the state of Idaho, if you're all right with that, Big J. Oh, sure. That'd be nice. Uh, it was back in September that we activated the crisis standard of care, you may remember, due to a surge in COVID-19 patients requiring hospitalization, which meant basically that the ICUs are absolutely packed with people suffering from COVID, and so they had to start making some pretty grim decisions about things like that. And now, at least St. Luke's health officials say within the last week, the hospital is seeing a reduction of COVID-19 patients needing to be hospitalized. Now, the capacity continues to be high with non-coronavirus patients now taking up more hospital beds as like they're supposed to. So it's still full as hell. It's just got less COVID-19 patients in there, which is good. So uh, Idaho closer to moving out of CSC into recovery mode. We're not just there yet. Yay, it's over. No. No. Uh, Plus, let's not forget that over the course of the CSC kind of phase, St. Luke's have had to move about 5,000 surgeries because of the surge in patients. So they have to now, once they actually get out of the CSC, actually work on getting caught up on those. And they say that could take up to six months to get things back to whatever we consider normal as far as ICUs and surgeries are concerned. So we're not out of the woods yet, but at least it's headed in the right direction, according to St. Luke's. Your Boise State Broncos are on the blue tonight, taking on the Wyoming Cowboys. Kickoff 7 p.m. in Albertson Stadium. Hey, Big J, you're going to be pre-gaming it up, dude. Yeah. Broncos game day happening at Chili's across the street. Well, listen, I, I don't think we can blame it on you. We've all been out there during a Boise State loss this year. Uh, it's been a rough home stretch for the Broncos. Uh, they want to snap a three-game losing streak on the blue, which is, of course, the longest in a long time. Big J will be out at Chili's on Broadway, 4.30 to 6.30 this evening if you want to pregame it up before you head into the stadium game will be on fox sports one if you want to watch it we'll get big j's final score prediction a little bit later on today 
the Miami Dolphins beat the hell out of the Baltimore Ravens last night. 22-10, to 10, the final score. Now, I'm not talking about just routing them. I mean, they were able to shut down that Ravens offense, which is something that very few teams have been able to do. But they did it. Uh, Tua came in for Jacoby Brissett, who ended up was ineffective and injured himself in the third quarter. And Tua led the team on a couple of scoring drives, enough to give them the win. Plus, the Miami defense really give them the credit for doing what they do for shutting down Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens offense. So congrats to the Dolphins last night on Thursday Night Football. While we were away, Korn made an announcement. They announced their new album, Requiem. Uh, they've got the visuals for the first single out yet, but not the song. Start the Healing is the name of the new track, and we will be getting that soon for you to play. No, we have it. The Oh, it's out? It's out yeah. officially? Beautiful. I love it. I didn't think we were getting it until today, but it's officially there. Have, we, have you played it yet? No. Oh, well, then we should probably well, get I mean, on that today. What's that? Well, it's this morning. Yeah, we got it we, this morning. We definitely will. Uh, Requiem is the name of the album. It is officially due out on February 4th, so you'll be able to hear the start to healing, but it's got nine tracks on it, and so the good news is there's new corn coming, and the better news is you'll be able to hear some of it this morning. Start to healing, that is brand new corn. We promised it, and there it is here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3, The X Rocks. You better start writing, Big J, yes? Yeah, you ever uh, thought about writing a novel, Nick? I, I thought much more about writing screenplays than I have about novels. Uh, the one, they seem shorter. Two, they seem easier. And uh, three, I, I think more people would be exposed to it than any kind of novel I'd ever written. A uh, recent survey of uh, U.S. respondents revealed that... Uh, Fifty percent of Americans think their life is worthy of a book deal. Oh, I see. It's a s- <laughs> you mean not necessarily like s- their own story. I'm okay. saying that what an idea you- that they may have had would be uh, a novel that they could write out. Oh well, you out. said their life would be an ideal story, which makes me think like they want to tell their story of their whole like their autobiography or something like. That. Yeah, no, not necessarily that. Just a novel in general. Gotcha. Okay. That's fine. Uh, are you among the 50%? Well, sure, of course. And uh, 15% here have actually started writing a book, and just a mere 6% have gotten halfway through. That's actually a lot of people considering writing a book, I would guess. 15%. Yeah, it, it does seem like that. And, and those who called their writing career quits say they couldn't come up with an ending. 40% <laughs> got bored with their story or characters. Well, there's that, too. Uh, that could describe a lot of people reading a book. From time to time. Uh, have you ever put pen to paper and decided to try to Yeah, to Yeah, I've tried. Okay. A couple different times. Now, was this like the autobiography or did you have oh, an no, original I, idea? I, no, no, not an autobiography at all. Okay. <clears throat> Can you describe what the no, idea I, was? No, it's been so long Oh, okay. Ago. You don't even remember what the actual... It was garbage. Novel. So, <laughs> trying to write gar- garbage adventure books. I did tell you that I once wrote a screenplay, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. When I was, uh, and I did so in high school. Like, I was very serious about it. This was like before Marvel things were a, uh, movies were even a twinkle in my eye. But I was a huge fan of the comic book Power Pack. And, like, what I did was uh, I, I had watched Pulp Fiction. I think I was like, I don't know, senior in high school. And I watched Pulp Fiction. I was like, you know what? This dude worked at a video store and made this movie. Why? Can- I'm working at a video store. Why can't I do that? We all thought that. I think we all thought that from Pulp Fiction. Right. So I bought the script of Pulp Fiction, and then I bought How to Write a Screenplay, and then I sat down and I actually wrote a 150-page screenplay for Power Pack, this movie that I thought would be a great idea for uh, kicking off, turning a comic book into a movie that I thought would be good for the whole family, all that kind of 
kind of stuff. And uh, and this is a true story. I had completed it, and I was so proud of it. And I, I had, like, a little fire safe in my room, right? Now, again, I'm yeah. a senior in high school. I have this fire safe in my room, and I've got the actual... Uh, the actual script to the movie that I've written in there. And uh, do you know what else is in that fire safe as well? Uh, back in 1994? Uh, your Playboys. Uh, yes, pornography is in there as well. <laughs> and I get home from school one day, and oh, the no. fire safe is gone. Like, I think my parents were... Well, I, I, I've never had this conversation with them, but I think they were wise to the fact that my porn was in the fire safe as well. And they decided to chuck it all out because they didn't want it in the house. You know what I mean? And, of course, I don't want to have that conversation with my parents. Like, where's my fire safe? Because that's where all my porn is. But it also happens to be where, you know, my my script that I wrote is. And so it just, like, it never happened. We have never discussed, like, whatever happened to it or what happened to any of this stuff. But I'm positive they just chucked it away. Because uh, they couldn't get into it because I had hidden the yeah. key. So I still had a key, but the safe itself was gone. And I didn't want to have that conversation with my parents as to, i.e., where's a bunch of my pornography. Damn. And so uh, the script has gone the way of the dodo, as well as uh, the 1994 vintage issues of Club Magazine that I had. Morning After with Nick oh and Big J. And that is why I've never written anything since. We have got a story time for Big J. That was my story time. Big J's is next on the X-Rock. <laughs> That is Nirvana. That is in bloom here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Gather round, kids. Legs akimbo. Let's get a story time, courtesy of Big J. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> Nick, we're, as you well know, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. I know you hate that. Um, uh, in our household uh, now, we have a uh, small puppy. Yeah. To little add Lincoln. to our, our four cats, a little Lincoln. And so that uh, my, uh, my daughter Mason, her boyfriend Kyle, live with us, and uh, that uh, is their dog. So, therefore, that makes myself and my wife grandparents. It does. I mean, at least that's how we look at it. We're like, oh, we're taking care of the grandkid. I mean, this is close. We're going to get to grandkids right now. Gotcha. Anyway, so uh, that's how we kind of look at that relationship. And uh, we so we, t- we take care of Lincoln when, you know, they're at work or they have stuff going on. And uh, naturally, you know, grandparents, they have special nicknames, Nick. Sure. And uh, I've decided to give myself a nickname, Papa. That's not how that's not how nicknames work. I don't know how that how are they supposed to work? Somebody gives you a nickname. You don't you don't you know well, this is a Seinfeld episode. Right, but Lincoln can't talk. So Well, yes, uh, but we, Kylie could give you a nickname. Okay, well that I mean that's sort of, you know, it's part of this. So they uh and, and they're not opposed to that. They thought, hey, that, that makes sense. Papa, you know, why not get it to it? I mean, we talk we call uh Kylie's uh, stepfather Papa. Okay. And I've never, I mean, I rarely in social situations call him by his uh, given yes, name. It's always pop. Uh, and, and I don't, I guess I kind of fit into a weird kind of thing there, being yeah, just when I came in and the girl's, uh, you know, life with him. So uh, Papa just, it's just easy, right? So I thought, <clears throat> you know, what a great nickname for me would be Papa. Like P A W P A W. No, see, that's exactly the argument that oh. the family gets into. Well, what, how are you this spelling? Is, see, this is the silly arguments that my family gets into, and it's so interesting because if you get a phone call from somebody in my family, chances are it's to confirm or to disconfirm a situation. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're right. So, uh, naturally, uh, Mason and, and Kylie thought the natural spelling would be P A W. Sure, you're talking about and a dog I'm, here. I'm like, no, I. I'm saying papa, not paw, pa, as in P-A, like like papa. Like exactly the way you say his... If you spell papa, how would you spell it? P 
P-A-P-A. There you go. And so that's how it's Papa. So how do you say it when you're talking about your stepfather, or Kylie's stepfather? Papa. Same spelling. Yeah. You want the same nickname as your stepfather. No, it's, 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 it, it, to me, here's how we're, where the conversation got into was be, here's how you would spell it. To me, I'm saying Papa would be P-A apostrophe P-A. Okay. That's fine. And so, uh, as, and they're like, no, it, it, it's, it sounds like you're saying paw. And I'm like, it's not a paw like a dog's paw. It's like paw. Like, hey, there's paw. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying, but I also think that they are making more sense. Uh, okay, so in, in order to d- confirm or disconfirm this, we call Maddie. Well, my, hang on. My, my oldest oh, okay, daughter. Okay. So and, and so they ask her, how would you spell this? And we explain the situation. She goes, oh, yeah, P-A-P-A. And so both of them were like threw their hands up and they're like, oh, you know, because they just lost. Well, here's here's the situation. You're both right. Like, I mean, there's not a wrong way to spell it. And it's like, just how it's you want to say it. It's a damn made up word. I can spell it however I think it should be spelled. I already got enough problems with spelling. I think P-A-W-P-A-W makes more sense because you're talking about a, a, dog, a dog here. Right. But also, I do think it's weird that you want the same nickname as what your kids but call your grand- their grandparents. We call him Papa. But Papa and Papa is the yeah, same thing. You know, no, nah, I mean, well, yeah, they're both grandparents. But no, you're... <laughs> But you're spelling it the same too. I know, but with an with an apostrophe Who does or uh, with a dash, whatever it's called. It's not an apostrophe, yes. Uh, but still, it is it is very weird that that's that's the nickname you've claimed for yourself. Yeah. I would think usually you want differing nicknames from some other member of your family. I guess is my point. Well, he's so that, Papa, and yes, and you're Papa, Pa, Pa, <laughs> Papa. No, they're the same thing, buddy. I mean, I, I appreciate what you're trying to say, but if they're spelled the same, they're pronounced the same. And so, but it's not spelled the same. The, the dash or no dash, it's spelled. The letters are the same, exactly the same. I don't You're know. just putting a space between the words. Either way, that's the kind of arguments we have in our house. Uh, so who won? I mean, I don't think anybody's won anything. <laughs> it's like Batman versus Superman. We all lose. We, we've all lost right here during this segment. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's story time. Pop up. Here's traffic. I'm not calling you that. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. He didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. You may want to double check that email of yours, Big J, because you may have something in there from the Microsoft Store. After some people noticed that uh, they didn't think it was fake and then they thought it was fake and then it turned out it wasn't fake about some gift cards in their email earlier this week, Microsoft has officially confirmed that it decided to send out about 50,000 virtual gift cards to customers here in the United States. Half of the random selected customers got $100. The other half got $10. The cards can be redeemed at the Microsoft Store through December 31st and have to be spent within 90 days of redemption. So there's that. So double check your Microsoft accounts just in case you're one of the lucky people to get some free money in there. Every once in a while, it's not real. This one turns out to be very real. What would you do with $100 to the Microsoft Store, Big J? I'll probably buy some games. Look at you, video gaming it up on the Microsoft Store. Big J is going to be out later on tonight at the Chili's on Broadway for Broncos game day. 4.30 to 6.30 is the broadcast. Kickoff for the Broncos game against Wyoming on the blue is at 7 o'clock tonight. They're trying to extend their two-game winning streak, the Broncos are. 
7 p.m. kickoff. Fox Sports 1 will have the actual broadcast. Big J will give you the final score prediction later on this morning. Dolphins beat the Ravens 22-10 last night. Odell Beckham Jr. has agreed to a one-year deal to join the Los Angeles Rams as they continue their coup to pick up every piece of talent they can on their way to try to get to a Super Bowl. Cam Newton headed back to Carolina, Big J. What a good deal for Cam Newton, by the way. Yeah, no kidding. Doesn't have to play half the year and says a one-year deal worth $10 million. That's that's a lot. Uh, of course, the team drafted him number one overall in 2011. He led the team to a Super Bowl. Uh, of course, uh, Sam Darnold broke his shoulder blade. He's going to miss at least four weeks. So that explains why Cam Newton is coming back. He was released by New England after one season in August of this year and hasn't been on the team since. So uh, I think P.J. Tucker is still going to get the nod, but Cam Newton may be the starting quarterback in a couple of weeks. Because you demand everything you to know about Dwayne Johnson that you can, he has confirmed to Esquire Magazine, Big J, that he does pee in water bottles when he's working out. In a recent interview with the magazine, he says, quote, I do pee in water bottles, but let me give context to that. It's not like a water bottle that I've actually purchased solely for water. You clean it out when you're done using it. These are bottles that I'm no longer using. He says that uh, usually the gyms that he works out at don't have bathrooms because they're the iron paradise. They're just hot, sweaty, and dirty. And so he doesn't have time to go to the bathroom or doesn't go to the bathroom. That doesn't seem accurate to me. No, that's Iron Paradise is his gym that he sets up on his sets, on his movie sets. I see. Okay, so, so it's just like his own little makeshift kind of thing. Okay, it's not like a yes. place that he goes. I'm like, I think if it was a business, it'd have to have a bathroom. Yeah, it's usually a big, huge tent with uh, everything you could think of as far as, you know, working out would be. For what The Rock would need. Yeah. So it's so. it's a different from like his trailer location. It's set up someplace different. Yes. Okay. Now that makes a little bit more sense in context. I'm still not sure he needs to be peeing in water bottles, but listen, whatever makes the rock happy. You don't just pee on the ground. What are you, Iggy Pop? Morning After with Nick (laughs) and Big J. There's your important stuff. Dare on 100.3. The X rocks. All right. Let's make somebody rich. Well, richer. Uh, It is time for the X-Double Dare, a chance to win up to $200 in cold, hard cash. But you have to know a little bit about the subject, and you got to gamble on yourself a little bit if you want to get there, because it's double or nothing style. Today's caller X is Scott. Good morning, Scott. How are you, man? Happy Friday to you. Are you ready to play for some cash? Oh, yeah. All right. Did you hear the category, or uh, would you like Big J to readdress it for you? No, I heard it. All right. Uh, so get ready. Uh, Big Jay's coming at you with your $50 question about NFL quarterbacks. Good luck. John Elway played his entire 16-year career with which NFL team? Broncos. Right. That is good for $50, Scott. Uh, that is in your pocket guaranteed. You can take that and walk away, or you can go double or nothing for what is considered to be a more difficult question. What would you like to do? Let's go on to the next one. All right, man. Good luck. Jim Kelly came from the USFL to the NFL to the Buffalo Bills. He led the Bills to four straight Super Bowls. How many of them did he win? Zero. Right. Zero. This is correct. He was 0 for 4 in Super Bowls. Good job, man. We that got is a sports fan. $100. Now, uh, this is the hardest question of the bunch, but it's worth 200 bucks. You could take the 100 and walk away. That's cool. Or you could go double or nothing. What do you want to do, Scott? Uh, let's just let's go for it all. All right, dude. All good right. luck. <clears throat> All-time NFL great Steve Young began his career and spent his first two seasons with which team? 
Uh, 49ers. 49ers. Wrong. That is incorrect, my man. I am oh. sorry. He finished his career yeah, with me... the 49ers, but that is not oh, okay. where he started his career. Son of a gun, Scott. Uh, the answer is what, Big J? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right. He was drafted yeah. by and played for the Buccaneers before getting traded to the 49ers. I'm sorry, brother. You went on a pretty good run there to start things off, but that $200 question can snag you sometimes. But you're still... Our favorite Scott this morning. Thank you very much for trying to play. Two more chances today. If you know a little bit about the quarterbacks of NFL past, uh, it's going to happen at 12.30 with Jason Drew and 5.30 today with Adam. So plenty more opportunities to win some cash coming your way. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We're going to go to hell next on the X Rocks. X Rocks. We are headed to Minneapolis, Minnesota for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. And it is a story of a 70-year-old woman named Jean Hansen who is living her best life. Unfortunately, that best life got her into some serious trouble over the course of the last couple of days. Oh, no. See, uh, Jean Hansen is 70, but Jean Hansen also has a little bit of a, mm, I'm going to say, a, a, a high tolerance for something called tequila, Big J. Really? She enjoys it very much. Uh, she has what she has described as about a bottle a day, which seems Jesus. to me to be a... <laughs> I mean, uh, you may call yourself a fan of tequila. I would call that alcohol. But uh, to each their own. Anyway, uh, Jean Hansen decided on Wednesday night to have more than her standard bottle of tequila a night. She had two bottles of tequila. And that meant that seven-year-old Jean Hansen was going to do some really crazy things. It all started when she decided to uh, get in her car and start driving. Now, after two bottles of tequila, that is not recommended. Uh, after any tequila, it's not recommended, so you shouldn't be doing that. So she got into her car, went over into an overpass, and then kind of ran up on the sidewalk. That's when she decided to take this show on the road, baby. She got out of her car, she grabbed the bottle of tequila that she had left, and she started climbing the fence to the overpass so she can hang out for a little while. You understand? Well, yeah. Now, keep in mind, Big J, this woman's 70 years old. This isn't some 20-year-old that's hammered that's climbing the fence of an overpass. This is a 70-year-old woman. Yeah. So, I mean, credit where credit's due that she can still pull that off at 70. But she was doing it. That's when yeah, police... she's got Patron power. That's right, she does. Police show up, uh, try to encourage her to get off of the fence. And that's when she starts hanging sideways off the fence, Big J. Again, bottle of tequila in her hand, and then the other hand on the fence, she's hanging, dangling backwards, uh, just saying that she's trying to have a little bit of fun and to leave her alone. Uh, that's when she, out of her pocket, Big J, grabbed a uh, what police are calling a makeshift fake gun. It's made of duct tape and tinfoil. They knew right away it wasn't real because it looked like a pretty bad version of a gun. So they're like, what are you doing? And she started waving it around, and she needed to find her way out of here, she kept saying. Uh, but somehow, some way, they were able to talk her off of that overpass and get her into the back of the squad car uh, because she did try to get back into her own vehicle, but cops weren't going to let that happen. Uh, anyway, she's got charged with a bunch of stuff. Uh, including driving under the influence, resisting a peace officer. But there are photos of this 70-year-old woman, Big J, hanging off of an overpass fence with one hand, which are, uh, by no you know, shortage of, of words, incredible. I mean, I yeah. don't think I could do that now. This oh, no, lady's I, no. doing it at 70 years old, and she's hammered. Now, odds are the reason why she's doing it is because she's hammered. But still... The upper body strength this woman has at 70 years old is at the very least commendable. 
So congratulations for that. I also would suggest uh, probably laying off the tequila for just a bit. Just a bit. Yeah, maybe keep it to half a bottle. Yeah, half a bottle a day. You know, maybe do like a shot or six and then call it a night. As opposed to, you know, hammering down a whole bottle or in this case, two plus bottles of tequila. Because usually things don't go well. Incredible. Tequila. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she's got that crazy tequila strength. So congratulations. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Import stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to get into an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Big J, if you eat a lot of red meat, you might be trying to overcompensate for something, my friend. I got a small... What? Yeah, yeah, you're doing so just so you appear more manly. Look how manly I am eating this steak, huh? At least that's what researchers found out, that men suffering from what is called masculinity stress... Come on, man. ...are way more likely to try and argue about how cool they are and how manly they are by eating beef, lamb, pork, and more. (laughs) Masculinity stress refers to men worrying that they're not manly enough. It's not known my red meat is perceived as masculine in some societies, but it may be as viewed as a way to build muscle, so that could be how it started. Of course, uh, you know, there are a lot of ads out there that also cater to the manliness of how big their burger is, which makes sense. That could also be uh, to blame for why we associate, you know, the more meat we eat with the more manly we are. But who knows? Maybe you should take it down a notch, Big J. Who are you trying to impress? Man, I guess everybody. How's it going so far? I don't know. I feel like I'm not eating enough steak now. <laughs> well, red meat qualifies as a lot of things. I mean, beef is red meat, too. So if you're having a burger or anything like that, that also qualifies. So it doesn't necessarily just mean steak. slap a prime rib uh, right now. Well, yeah, it's because you have masculinity stress. Hey, the Broncos enter tonight's matchup against the Wyoming Cowboys on a two-game winning streak. That's their longest of the year, but now they're trying to snap a three-game losing streak at home. Vegas has got the Broncos uh, favored by 13.5, the over-under 48.5 points. But we turn to you, Big J. How do you think this game's going to end? Yeah, three games in a row, home games in a row, the Broncos have lost. It's crazy. Um, And this is a pivotal game. I mean, they still have a chance to get into the Mountain West Conference Championship. There's even a slight chance of us hosting one, which, uh, given the record this year, would be a disaster uh, with our home game problems. (laughs) Right. Uh, But I'm going to go here. The score, 42-21, to Wyoming. Oh! Of course, now listen, before you get all upset at Big J, know that uh, every time so far Big J has picked the Broncos to lose, they have come victorious. So I believe you're doing this purposefully. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure we'll hear about it today at game day. We will see what ends up happening. Game is 7 o'clock tonight. It's on Fox Sports 1. Tickets still available. Big J will be pre-gaming it up across the street at Chili's on Broadway. Just talking trash about the Broncos all (laughs) afternoon. 4.30 to 6.30 is the broadcast time. Swing on by, grab yourself a beverage before you head into the game and enjoy some really cool things happening out there at Chili's on Broadway while you're doing it. Uh, Dolphins beat the Ravens last night, 22 to 10, uh, on Thursday night football. It was the Dolphins' defense that really deserves all the credit. They were able to shut down the Ravens' offense, make Lamar Jackson look 
fairly pedestrian and hold the Ravens to just 10 points in a game that they pretty much dominated from the word go. So that's impressive. And then finally, when uh, Tua Tagilova came in in the second half, the Dolphins offense was able to put together some points as well. For you Big Bang Theory fans, know this. Simon Helberg will reprise his role as Howard for the November 18th episode of Young Sheldon. Uh, Before you start making your mind explode, how does that work considering it's the childhood story of Sheldon Cooper and not the adult version? Uh, It is that Helberg will be providing a voiceover for the episode as his character helps Sheldon reveal the origins of young Sheldon's relationship with engineering. So that's how they're going to work in the Big Bang Theory marriage into young Sheldon so that you can get at least a little bit of joy. If you miss that show at all, they're going to bring some of it back on November 18th. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, it's time to play some games. The game's been out a week. Uh, Call of Duty Vanguard helps save the world from the third reich again and you can do that as we will hook you up with a code for call of duty vanguard for your playstation here if you can be me pop culture smackdown here's our number 208-287-1003 uh if you'd like to get a little game on all you have to do is defeat big j and pop culture smackdown and then this code becomes your code let's go to the phones hello the x hey how's it going we're good man what's your name uh, Jared. All right, Jared, you're up first, Jared. It's Anne Hathaway's birthday, so we'll start with a couple Anne Hathaway questions. Uh, what movie earned Anne Hathaway an Academy Award? Was it The Princess Diaries, The Devil Wears Prada, or Les Mis? Uh, Princess Diaries. Wrong. That is incorrect, Jared, but thank you very much for playing. We appreciate your effort. Hello, The X. Morning. Morning. What movie earned Anne Hathaway an Academy Award? Was it The Princess Diaries, The Devil Wears Prada, or Les Mis? Devil Wears Prada. Wrong. That's incorrect. So if you're playing at home, there's only one choice left. I don't know left. what the question was. Oh, well, you're going to get it again. Uh, what movie earned Anne Hathaway an Academy Award? Was it The Princess Diaries, The Devil Wears Prada, or Les Mis? Devil Wears Prada. Wrong. Nope. Guys, Hollywood rewards like musicals. Keep telling you. Hello, The X. Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, what movie earned Anne Hathaway an Academy Award? Princess Diaries, Devil Wears Prada, or Les Mis? Uh, the third one. Les Mis? Yes. Right. That is correct. Les Mis Rob got her the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress. Big J, Anne Hathaway also had the lead role in a movie remake of what much-loved 60s TV comedy? You get no choices because you're not a listener. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's a it's a remake of a TV sitcom. Yeah, it's a t it's a it's a TV sitcom they turned into a movie. Let's go with nine to five. Nine to yeah. five. That famous '60s TV <laughs> show. Nine to five. No, it was never nine to five. Was never a television show. Or if it was, it was certainly after Should the movie. Have been. Uh, do you happen to know the answer, sir? You win no matter what. Oh. Uh. Say that question again. Anne Hathaway had a lead role in a movie remake of what much-loved 60s TV comedy? Um, no, not a clue. Doesn't matter. You win anyway. Hang on one second, dude. <laughs> we'll get the information from you. Uh, Petticoat Junction, the Flintstones, are get smart, Big J. Petticoat, Petticoat Junction? Wrong. No, no. She starred in the movie version of Get Smart. Right. With Steve Carell. And The Rock, by the way. 
uh, both in that movie. Uh, clearly, you haven't seen it. Yeah, nope, haven't seen it. Morning After with Nick and Damn it! A uh, Little did you know that a Lay Miz question would get you a Call of Duty Vanguard game this morning, but congratulations on that, sir. Hang on, we Weird will get you twist. all hooked up. We'll do some headlines next on the X-Rock. <laughs> Your headlines are as follows, Big J. Ring this. Oh, great. And you, jerk. Ring this. Uh, this is a story that somebody is going to be telling well into their future. Emily Johnson of Vacaville, California, said she and her husband, Michael, weren't exactly in a huge rush to get in the hospital when her contraction started on November 4th. Uh, it was a week before their actual due date because they were about 10 minutes apart, and it's like a five-minute drive to the hospital. So, like, it's cool. We'll get there. And then the contraction sped up fairly quickly. So then they're like, okay, we better get out of this place and get into the hospital as quickly as possible. She made it out to about the front yard, Big J, and then she's like, nope, I'm not going to make it into the hospital. And so she sat down right there on the front yard, and with the help of her mom, Big J, gave birth to a healthy baby. Damn. And it was all caught on the couple's ring camera on the doorbell camera. So you can see them, you can see the mom giving birth on the doorbell camera, which is probably something you never thought you would see when you installed the ring camera. But alas, there it is. No need to break out the camcorder. It's all right there for you to watch years and years in the future. And now it's gone viral. So congratulations on having a healthy baby. Uh, weird and it sucks that you had to have it on your front lawn for all to see. But at least everybody's happy and you got footage of it. So yay. I wonder if they're going to pay like an HOA fine. Crapped out a baby on the front lawn. You can't do that. That's <laughs> against HOA rules. They'll get a strongly worded letter in their mailbox. You are getting sure. kicked out of your house. <laughs> Not allowed. HOA rules clearly state no babies on the front lawn. And here we are having this conversation again. Oh, great. Or you jerk. You jerk. Fancy footwork foiled a Florida crook who was on the run after pawning some jewelry he had just stolen. Sean Gazzo and an accomplice allegedly stole the goods from an 86-year-old man who hired them to help him move. When they were moving heavy furniture, they realized, hey, this dude's got some pretty big jewelry in his room. And so they took the jewelry out of this old man's room and went right to a pawn shop. Those jerks. Yeah, they're like thugs at the beginning of an action movie. Uh, yeah, he then uh, took the, his uh, the score to the pawn shop where they were able to get a three thousand uh, dollar basic uh, down payment for the ten thousand dollars worth of jewelry that they took. But what did him in was when he was leaving the pawn shop, he decided to do a dance as part of like a goofy, you know, viral thing. And as he was doing it, his face was caught pretty clearly on camera, which was able to have police identify the man as Sean Gazo, so they were able to arrest him, thank goodness. So his goofy little celebration dance after stealing this old man's jewelry is what caught him caught, so... Puh. Good. Take that, you son of a gun. We'll ra Scumbag. Wrap it up with, oh, great. Uh, I don't know if we've had this conversation before, Big J, but Thanksgiving is coming up. There's a lot of Thanksgiving traditional dishes that get served usually. Is there a least favorite for you? Like something that you'd be perfectly okay with not having on your, your Thanksgiving table? Uh, yeah, anything yams. You don't like, uh, are yams and sweet potatoes the same thing or am I wrong? I, I don't know. I do know I do not like sweet potatoes. I used so to I hate them and now I like them, which is weird. Typical. Uh, but, uh, it is. But, you know, it, the one thing that I do not like and never have liked is any kind of cranberry sauce. 
I, I just don't appreciate the tartness. I don't like the taste of it. But uh, there's a myriad of supply issues going on for Thanksgiving. The one thing that you're going to have plenty of this holiday season, cranberries. Don't worry about it. Uh, Ocean Spray CEO says, listen, there's some supply chain challenges happening all over the world. But one thing where it isn't working is cranberries. So don't worry about it. we got 700 family farms continuing to do everything where they have for the last 90 years to keep the supply flowing. There shall be plenty of cranberry sauce on your table this Thanksgiving holiday. Wow. I know there's a lot of people that enjoy it. I'm not one of those. Do you like cranberry sauce? No. All right. Well, see, there you go. There's another thing. I just want more gravy. Yams, cranberry sauce, anything else on the Big J hate list for Thanksgiving? I mean, I don't really, I don't really dig turkey that much either. Whoa. I would rather have something else, but... <laughs> yes, you famously have uh, served up prime rib on a couple of Thanksgivings, haven't you? Uh, yeah, or a combination thereof. Uh, I enjoy ham as well. Turkey is okay. Uh, for me, I just, uh, it's a little dry, and so that's what gets on my nerves a touch. You know, you can make a good, but it's, you know, the only thing I really like the turkey for is the leftover of making a sandwich. Sure, sure. You don't like just so. eating turkey solo is what you're telling me. Right. Uh, although turkey legs are good, the darker meat on turkey I can handle uh, a little bit more often than the, the white stuff. But listen, uh, I only really have it once a year, so I can't bitch and complain about it. You know what I mean? It's right around this time of year. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Douche your turkey and cranberry and be happy. That's Bad Wolves. That is Lifeline here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And we don't want to do this, but we feel like we have to do this, which is... Remind some people about proper bathroom etiquette, especially some people around these parts. Big J, agree or disagree? Yeah. Uh, we have a, a public restroom here that is shared by a lot of people here. Uh, obviously, all the people that work in the radio stations that are here. And then there are other businesses on our floor as well that also share our particular space with us. But over the last couple of days... We've noticed some things, and maybe we need to bring them to people's attention just so they know what is proper and what is improper. And Big J, you saw something improper today, right? Yeah, and uh, I mean, you know, even you think some people would try to pretend not to be so obvious about it, but uh, I was in the uh, the bathroom, uh, I was the crapper. <laughs> I know um, what the bathroom is, yes. And no, I mean that's the stall. I was in the stall, wanted to make it crystal clear to everybody what was going on and so uh, i'm doing my business in there and somebody else steps into the bathroom and uh they're using the urinals nick okay so i uh tidy up my business and uh so you stick your foot underneath the your no no no, no, no no this is no this is no minneapolis airport situation here uh i uh i, I get done with my business i go i wash my hands Thoroughly, uh -huh. extra thoroughly, Good. to be honest, because somebody's there. Thank you. Right, <laughs> you're showing up for company. I'm just like, I'm just want to make sure I, I'm doing my due diligence here and uh, everything's good, and and you know I dry my hands off and and I leave the bathroom. And before I get halfway between the bathroom... Now, is this other person still midstream? Yeah, yeah, it seems that by way. By your estimation, okay. Yeah, they were still at the urinal as I walk out the door. I get ten feet away. And that person comes out the door already. And I'm like, there's no way they no. properly washed no. their hands no. No way. and made it out the door. I mean, uh, it's not that far from what I was traversing. And it's just time did not allow for that to happen. No. Uh, wash your hands, everybody. You got to wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. What's wrong with you animals? Yeah. And then that that's on top of something that I saw on Wednesday here. And this isn't the first time I've seen this either. It was a 
candy bar, like a full-size candy bar, not like one of the snack things like that's up at our front desk, a full-size candy bar wrapper inside the bathroom garbage can, which is to say that somebody ate that in the bathroom and then threw it away in there. And it's not the first time I've seen that either. So people are eating in that bathroom while either they're going to the bathroom or just right after, which is also equally disgusting. I, don't eat in the bathroom. I don't know about that. What like, are you I, talking I, I, about? I, I'm saying I, I have wrappers in my pocket all the time that I just throw you away in the do? garbage. Well, here I don't have access to a garbage can. You have it's a garbage can in there. your office. Yes, but sometimes I'll put something into my pocket and be like, I gotta throw this away. The, the, the garbage can in here is literally three steps away from you. What yeah, but it's on the other about? side. I don't want to even get on the other side of that. So, you know, you want to come over there. All right. Well, listen, so I germ, guess it's a possibility. So, I mean, it w well, it wasn't me is what I'm saying. But also, <laughs> I, I could see that that being a possibility. I don't think anybody's going in there and gnawing down on a whole candy bar while I they're in there. I certainly hope not. But the, the frequency of which I see it makes me wonder. If, like, somebody isn't weirdly, like, hoarding food and then going into the stall and eating the candy bar and then throwing it away in there, which is just weird and creepy and wrong. So wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. Don't eat or drink in the bathroom. What was it? What uh, wrapper? What was the... It was an Almond Joy. Ugh. Yeah, I don't even yeah. like... A, who likes Almond Joys? That's another thing. I don't know, Strike but two. I hope that you start finding them in your... <laughs> personal office garbage can that would be i wouldn't care my office door is always open i don't care if you throw a garbage in there what i care about is i've got gross people that i work with that eat and go to the bathroom at the same time that's disgusting <laughs> to me you coming into my office and throwing something away would not bother me in the least morning after with nick and big j we're gonna do some bad impressions those are next to the x rocks <laughs> So far, I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And we have got a Boise meal deal from our friends at Papa Murphy's. It includes a large pepperoni pizza. You get some uh, cheese bread. You also happen to get some dessert cookie dough that you can make nice and warm and fresh. Nothing better than that. And a two-liter bottle of soda, your choice. You just need to figure out bad impressions here to get that. All right, 208-287-1003. Bad impressions works like this. Big J has three clues. They all are about a particular celebrity. Figure out who that celebrity is in those three clues or less. And you've got some food coming your way, courtesy of us. Hopefully that makes your weekend possibly. Hello, the X. Morning. Morning, man. What's your name? Dave. All right, Dave, you're up first. I was the older brother, Jed, in Red Dawn. Oh, Patrick Swayze. Oh, man. There you go. Good job. Avenged. Good job. Avenge me. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you there and make sure you're good to go, Dave. Damn. Uh, clues two and three for fun. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Uh-huh. And be nice until it's, not, until it's time to not be nice. When the time comes, rip his throat out. And why is Patrick Swayze in the news? Uh, Nick, this is, I don't know. I mean, you know, Hollywood at some point, they, what they do is they, they've been doing this way before the last, you know, 10 years or so. And that's uh, remaking movies. Uh -huh. And the latest in that is Roadhouse, Nick. Uh -huh. uh, although I do like the director here that they are trying to get done here, Doug Lyman. Uh, they want Jake Gyllenhaal to be the lead as Dalton. Now, this is the second Roadhouse remake that they have talked about because I remember distinctly talking about, it was like five, six years ago, Ronda Rousey was going to be yeah. in Roadhouse. Yeah, and then uh, I think they decided that just wasn't going to work. Well, so. she probably started losing fights and became less yeah. bankable. Yeah, or, you know, she just, she just she just became less bankable. You're right. 
Um, she did appear in the Expendables, and that was supposed to be a new thing for her as well, but uh, that didn't continue on. So, uh, as for this reboot, it's unknown whether it's a straight remake or a modern take on the material. It's also <laughs> unknown if Gyllenhaal will be playing the role of Dalton, but we can assume that's probably the case. Uh, Lyman's track record of high-speed thrills and action, along with his innovative style with rich, interesting stories, audiences can expect the same fun that the original delivered on, according to uh, the folks there at Screen Crush. Now, hang on. I might be all in on a shot-for-shot remake of Roadhouse with Jake Gyllenhaal as, as Dalton. That would be funny. If it takes place in the 80s and they do everything again and it's kind of like a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing, uh, I know that's not what they're going to go for, but still, it would be fun. But Roadhouse is an, is an interesting story. <laughs> I mean, even if you just dissect it, essentially, at it, where the world revolves around you have to have the best bouncer in the world or your bar's unsuccessful. <laughs> it's really Even strange. just saying out loud is like, this is a <laughs> dumb reason to have a movie. And then that bouncer ends up in a town that's run by one guy who's a jerk to everybody. Right. But he wouldn't be able he wouldn't be able to survive if not for his bouncer mentor who comes out of nowhere to help him yeah, really solve yeah. these problems. Who's going to play the Sam Elliott role? It's a great question. At this point. I don't know. I don't know. Jeff don't Bridges? Know. <laughs> Could very well be. I'm not sure. No, cuz I mean you have to have some physicality to it cuz Sam Elliott kicks the last in that movie too and gets his ass kicked. Yeah, at this point I guess you could take your 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 choice of the 70-year-old action stars that are Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Stallone, Harrison Ford. We know, we know that Bruce Willis is always available for that anything. That is true. He is up for anything. If you show him the money, he will do it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. That is the latest from Papa Roach. It's called Kill the Noise. Let's wrap it up the morning after with Nick and Big J. An eventful Friday show. Swing and a miss in the $200 question this morning on the X-Double Dare, but take that NFL quarterbacks of the past knowledge at 12.30 with Jason Drew and 5.30 with Adam and maybe win some money yourself. Should be able to pull off some money winning today, I think. At least I hope. We'll be back Monday with another shot at some cash coming your way. We also made sure that we encouraged Grandma to put the bottle of tequila down and also tried to coach you up on bathroom etiquette habits around the workplace. Place. So it was eventful Friday show. Leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, uh, NASA's having to push back its deadline for landing an American astronaut on the moon by another year. What was the original deadline? 2024. Uh. So now it's back to 2025. And here's a good thing. I, I, I don't understand. I mean, we got to the moon in what, 1969? 1969, yeah. Been there, done that, you say. Like, how, why is it so hard to get somebody out there now after 30 years later? But also, what's later. the point? Like, I mean, at the time we were in a space race. I mean, aren't there other priorities besides the moon at this point? Yeah, Mars. Yeah, I mean, we got a John Carter this but stuff. But it's go. also concerning that they can't just, you know, do, do a quick uh, one-off there yeah. into the moon. Don't forget they've yanked the, uh, the funding from NASA for the last several years, so... Uh, it doesn't have the cash it once had. I don't know what the idea behind it is, but unfortunately, it'll be at least that long before you talk about another dude. Let's on the go, meet. Elon. Come on. Well, again, uh, I'm not sure what we're going there for, but all right. Uh, as long as it's happening, I suppose. But uh, move the calendar back, all of you that are paying attention. Next set of X-Rock is brought to you by our friends at Team Mazda on the pre-owned Superstore. Go TeamMazda.com is the website. The I pre-check button is right there. Check it out for yourself and get yourself into a new vehicle or a used vehicle courtesy of Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. We shall see you on Monday. Jason Drew's coming in next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rock.